God of all nations, in the gift of your Son, you have embraced the world with a love that takes away our sin and brings us perfect joy. Grant to all who have been reborn in baptism fidelity in serving you and generosity in loving one another. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Moved by the Holy Spirit, Peter opens the doors of faith to Gentiles by baptizing them. From our earliest history as the church, God's call for us to be inclusive has been a struggle for us. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. On Peter's arrival, Cornelius, a centurion of the Italian cohort, met him and, falling at his feet, worshipped him. But Peter made him get up, saying, Stand up, I am only a man. Then Peter began to speak. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The soul of our Christian faith lies much deeper than obeying rules. The soul of Christian faith is the call to love others as we are loved by God. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this, is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us, and he sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask of him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's so nice to see more and more of you in church. Someday we'll be back to whatever normal really is. I'm not sure. This gospel text today is it's just filled with, with truth that seems to shine forth from the words. We read this text, and there are a number of things we look at and see that can change our lives, change our deepest selves, change how we live, and how we love. Love one another as I have loved you. We hear these words of Jesus and we think, uh-oh. He loved us by dying for us. Is that the expectation for us, that in loving each other, we die for each other? For most of us, it's not going to be the kind of dramatic death that Jesus experienced on the cross. For us, it's the little deaths, huh? Giving up what we want or we, what we think we need in order to serve other people. My mom it's Mother's Day. I've got to talk about my mom. My mom was an amazing baker and cook. She was really, really good. And one of the things that mom was an expert in making, in Johnstone, we call them gobs. Here, you call them whoopie pies. What's a whoopie pie? Whatever. But it, it, it was gobs. And, and Mom really did make great gobs. 
when she would talk about a batch of gobs that she baked, mom would invariably tell the story, well, I got up at three in the morning and then go through the rest of the process. I'm pretty sure that her recipe said, get up at three in the morning. <laughs> but the gobs she made, they, they, they were so delicious. And truth be told, being that I was the youngest and the only boy in our family, I knew that this love was directed at me. Mom made gobs for Charlie. And then my nephew Joey showed up on the scene. And Joey would come and my mother would bake gobs for him. And again, the story was, I got up at three in the morning and then I baked these gobs. Truth be told, I resented that she was making gobs for Joey. But the sacrifice, getting up at three in the morning and putting the effort into baking these gobs, which labor-intensive, if you've ever made them, that was the kind of love, that was the sacrifice of love that my mom made for us, for her son and her grandson and the family. When we hear Jesus say to us, love one another as I have loved you, what kind of sacrifice does that entail in our lives? As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Oh, imagine that. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. The love that Jesus has for us is, it's awesome. It opens up our heart. It gives us joy. There's a story of the kind of love that Jesus had for us, the Father had in giving us Jesus. Again, it's a story of self-sacrificing love. There was a, a mom, her name was Stephanie. And Stephanie lived in the Midwest, and their town was being overrun with a tornado. So Stephanie took her two kids down into the basement. She covered them with a comforter and she lay on top of them so that no debris would hurt them. The tornado blew the house away. And when Stephanie tried to get up, she couldn't. The debris had severed both her legs. She sent the boy, the older of the two kids, she sent them over to the neighbor to get help. And the neighbor came over and applied tourniquets to the two legs. And they eventually, they called the, the emergency workers 
and she was taken to the hospital. She had injuries, including the loss of the two legs, but she would be okay. Her husband sat with her and said, you are amazing. These kids are alive because of your love for them. You sacrifice so much to protect them and, and, and to keep them from being harmed. Stephanie said, I'm no hero. I just did what any mother would do to protect her kids. And rather than talking about her own heroism in saving the kids, she expressed concern for the kids and the trauma that they had to endure. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down your life for the beloved. There's no greater truth in our personal development than our coming to uphold and believe the truth that we are beloved of God. Father Bill Bausch, in a book of homilies based on, on the scriptures, he tells the story about a, a young man uh, who walked into the local eatery and there he saw a man he thought was surely the preacher. And he came over to the table where the preacher was seated and he said, are you the preacher? And the guy said, well, yes, I am. He invited him to sit down with them and he told the story. His mother got pregnant and wasn't married. They lived in a small town. You can imagine the kind of difficulty the mom endured because she was a single mother without a husband. They were rejected. They were turned away in so many ways in this town. She did the best she could for her son. In spite of the difficulty, she really loved him. The man, when he met with the, the preacher years later, said, you know, M Mom and I didn't go to church when I was a kid. Um, we just didn't go to church. But Mom found out that there was a, uh, there was a revival at the church and for some reason decided that we should go to that revival meeting, and they did. And as this man recalls, as he talks to the preacher, he says, you know, the preacher who preached was a big man. 
and he was dressed in black. And his voice was a loud and powerful voice that filled the church. When the service was ending, mother and son who sat in the back row, shout out to all of you in the back row. Hi, guys. They tried to sidle out of the church and this mission, this preacher, came up to the kid and put his hand on the kid's shoulder. Big, big preacher said to the kid, who's your daddy? Kid was scared to death. And he said, I ain't got no daddy. And the preacher said, Oh, yes, you do. You are part of the kingdom of God. The king of heaven and earth is your daddy who loves you. Don't you ever forget that. You are a beloved child of God. telling the story to the preacher in the restaurant, he said, you know, hearing that changed my life. I have never forgotten it. And the man looked at the preacher and said, preacher, make sure you tell that story. And as Father Bausch said, I just did. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.